Previously on Unstoppable Grace, Jesus walked through life with confidence, with peace, and with intention. And whoever he came in contact with, he was intentional and he did it slowly. He wasn't running from task to task to dinner, to breakfast, to all of these different things that we have to do throughout the day to try and achieve, to get this off the checklist and see if I can talk any faster than I am right now. Like it's about slowing down and embracing those moments that we have with people around us and learning to talk slower and be confident with who we are. And I think that when we do that, we're living in the way that Christ designed us to live and letting go Mm -hmm. of that sense of control where we have to have everything orchestrated in the way that we want it to. And it's not about us. Welcome to Unstoppable Grace. I'm Heidi. I'm Danielle. I'm Laura. And together we've watched God work through our struggles, heartbreaks, setbacks, and even our most shameful failures to bring beauty from brokenness. In this podcast, we bring to you those stories, along with truths from the Bible, trusting that He can use them to meet you where you're at, shine hope, and speak freedom into your life. On our own, we are so far from great, but by His grace, we we are unstoppable. Unstoppable. And if we're living our lives as Jesus did, um, you notice if you read the scriptures, there are multiple times where the religious leaders accuse him of breaking the Sabbath, whether he healed a person, whether he told a person to pick up his mat and walk, and that was all considered working, which was um, not what you should do according to religious leaders. And and yet Jesus was doing these things. And and it's interesting to me how God gave us something, um, you know, as in that verse we were reading earlier, Danielle, if you read on, it goes on to say that he gave us time for restoration and to to be restored that was his gift to us was that day of rest and religious people went on and turned it into um, a religious burden that people had to follow and it's just interesting to see how Jesus I guess technically worked he was so restful in his work that it wasn't work it was just being present and being where God called him to be and um, and that's another thing I think we need to take note of is like allow God to interrupt your plans, you know, whether you are scheduled or whether you are on your day of rest. Uh, I remember, Danielle, you were on a flight once and you were so looking forward to just resting on that flight. Um, And then you got sat right next to a guy who um, started a spiritual conversation with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the whole like three hour flight or whatever it was, you were having a spiritual conversation. So yeah, you can set rest aside for yourself too, but sometimes God has other plans and we need to be open to that and not so stringent in our, in our Sabbath or in our schedule that we aren't open to where he's leading. It's so true. And at the end of that flight, I was like, so determined I was going to nap for a whole four hours, but at the end of the guy just would not stop talking and like asking me all these questions <laughs> about things. And so I like, of course I, I answered them and we had a genuinely amazing conversation and I was able to like understand why he didn't believe in God and he had a lot of things happen to him and at the end when we got off the plane he gave me this huge hug and he's like that was the best conversation that I've ever had with a Christian before he's like that that was amazing amazing. thank you and like I still believe what I believe but I love that you and I were able to converse and have a conversation that was like Mm -hmm. healthy like we could talk and you're right like that was a time where I had planned rest (laughs) and obviously it didn't happen um but yet God worked in that moment and I think like it was super super powerful 
I think mm -hmm. that's a good reminder too that rest doesn't always mean that it's for us. I think as believers, we need to remember that the Bible is about God, not about us. And rest is about God, not about us. That we we need that rest to be able to use our time effectively to glorify God mm -hmm. in all that we do. And sometimes mm -hmm. God is going to say, okay, I want this rest right now. Um, I need you open to what I'm asking you to do right now. And I think it's so easy to be really selfish about our rest. We can become protective of it because someone's going to, you know, um, take it away from us. But we have to remember that God's not going to take it away from us because he gave it to us. And so it is his to do what he wants with it. He wants our rest is God's time, if that makes sense. Um, all uh -huh. of our time is God's yeah. time, but that we need to remember not to be selfish with our rest. Um, but to use it also to glorify God. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I think that goes for money as well. Um, whether yeah. it's time or money, those are the two easiest things to hoard to ourselves and do with them what we want. And and neither time nor money are a, a bad thing. They're tools for this to, to get us through this world. But to realize that nothing that we own, nothing that is in our possession is really ours. And if we're living yeah. Christ-centered lives, then we need to learn how to offer that all up to God and how to just be good stewards of these resources and, and recognize mm -hmm. don't have to own any of it. It actually just a, a memory popped into my head. I, so it was during self-isolation. I think actually my family was self-quarantine, quarantining. I don't know how to properly say that. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, we were not coming in contact with anybody. We were staying at home and our church uh, has been doing um, their sermons online. I think most churches are. And so we're sitting down, Nick Ashton and I, to listen to the sermon from our pastor. And I have uh, my Bible open and usually like I'll try to find the verses ahead of time and so that I can be prepared when the preacher or the, uh, the pastor gets to that verse, I can follow along or highlight it or make my notes or whatever. And Ashton sits down beside me and um, I had gotten him this uh, Bible. It's an action, children's action Bible, but the entire Bible is um, a graphic novel. And so it's really engaging for a child. And he's, he's actually finished it and he loved it. And he would talk to me about it and it was, it was great, but I definitely had a mom fail um, because Ashton was sitting beside me while we were doing this sermon and I'm trying to pay attention. And Ashton keeps talking to me and he said, mommy, where, where is it in my Bible? But his Bible is not like, it's not actual scripture. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of pictures. And I'm like, Ashton, I'm trying to pay attention. Stop. I'm trying to pay attention because he kept interrupting me to find out where in his graphic novel Bible, these verses are. And, you know, then it goes back to the sermon and Ashton's quiet. And I'm, I'm not even cluing in to what just happened what I just did and then Nick says Heidi he's trying to learn and I I, I stepped back and I was like man I failed there here I am trying to be so dutiful to God and use this time to really listen and learn about him but I could have been using that time also to be leading my child to God and so God was, so that's what I mean also by being selfish about my time um, in rest, that yes, this was a moment of rest, but it wasn't for me, if that makes sense. It was for God. Mm -hmm. And that was an opportunity yeah. 
that I missed um, dropped completely, <laughs> shattered <laughs> to lead my son towards God. And I think that's such, it was just, it was, it was in a, in a big way, a learning curve, learning moment for me from a failure mm-hmm. that to use my time of rest, um, even when I think, you know, I rest is this and this and this, and this is how I'm going to glorify God. But sometimes um, God's going to, like you said, Laura, interrupt my plans um, mm-hmm. because he has something else planned. Mm-hmm. So that's my little story. <laughs> But um, I wish I didn't have to tell. (laughs) I know that's hard. We've all done it. Um, Well, I've definitely done it. Um, Something that really helps me is um, is just thinking like, don't miss the point. And Mm -hmm. so often I can miss the point in a day. Um, We have all these things we're working on, and they're good things. They're important things. They're things that have to be done. Um, They're dutiful things, like listening to the sermon, you know, and. And yet I have to stop and ask myself sometimes, what is the point? What is the point right now? And, you know, at the end of this day, am I going to feel good that I got, you know, everything done that I thought I was going to do today? Or should I take advantage of this opportunity to pick up the phone? Because my grandpa's calling and I would like to talk to him. Um, or, or maybe I need to talk to him. Sometimes I'm not in the mood to talk to people, but sometimes you can take those opportunities and and uh, it's definitely something that I've, I've worked on and I think I'm getting better at it, but I'm, I'm far from perfect. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. don't miss the point. It's so easy to just miss the point. That's it for now for Unstoppable Grace. Thanks so much for listening and stay tuned to hear more on this topic on our next episode.